Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grow With Us. My name is Evan Barton, and I'm your host who helps create conversations with the innovators and leaders of a growing tech center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The Grow With Us podcast highlights the work of community leaders, tech entrepreneurs, nonprofit professionals, and talent development advocates in Tulsa. Grow With Us is a podcast of In Tulsa, and Tulsa's mission is to connect talented individuals and companies to stimulate economic growth in Tulsa and to create more prosperous communities across the region. Each episode, Grow With Us discusses the growth of opportunities, the growth of communities striving for change, or the tech and innovation that is changing the landscape of Tulsa. On this episode of Grow With Us, we are in conversation with Gina Noble, professor and interim director at the College of Professional Studies at OSU Tulsa, and Katie Burgess, the coordinator for the College of Professional Studies. We discuss the three degree paths within the College of Professional Studies at OSU Tulsa, the importance of organizational leadership in the workplace, and the workshops provided for the community and business leaders. Thank you so much for being on this episode of Grow With Us, Gina and Katie. I'm so excited to talk about um, everything that we have recently discussed in getting to know each other and then uh, talking about OSU Tulsa and, and all things. So thank you so much for being here. It's so great to have you both. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, this is going to be a great conversation. I had the pleasure of getting coffee with you uh, just about a week ago and learning a little bit about uh, what you both do in your respective works. And I'm really excited for you to share that with our audience. So how about we just... Go ahead and jump in with a little introduction from both of you, just uh, telling me your story and telling us your story in whatever way you feel comfortable. Okay. You want to go ahead? Me? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So my name is Katie Burgess. I am the coordinator for the College of Professional Studies at OSU Tulsa. I have been in this position since July 31st, so a little over 90 days. Um, But I love it so far. I used to uh, be a 10th grade high school teacher in McAllister, Oklahoma, Um, And so jumping from K through 12 to higher ed is something that I was excited for. I was ready for a change. And I think this is a really good fit for me and what I want to accomplish in the future. So I love that. That's awesome. And you, Gina? I am Gina Noble, and I am the interim director of the College of Professional Studies. I moved here last March uh, to begin this new journey. This is a brand new Brand new college, the only college at OSU Tulsa. And before I did this, I, well, I still am. I'm a professor for the School of Media and Strategic Communications in Stillwater. So I teach for them still. Nice. And I was there for 22 years and served Stillwater in a public servant capacity as well. So I have a background that values education. And that's why I'm here, because this uh, College of Professional Studies is a whole new way to uh, deal with and improve education. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. We have two kind of new Tulsans. I remember noting that about our conversation was like, you both have come here with kind of like, I think a a little bit of a legacy in in the work you're stepping into, but like with a completely different direction that I'm really excited to kind of highlight and touch upon in your work. So Thank you both for being here. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm excited for this, too. I didn't think that I would like Tulsa as much as I do. I've never lived in, like, a big city, per se. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was definitely a change, but it's a good change. So. I'm so glad. Yeah, it's a great change. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah. And Stillwater was great, but um, Tulsa's great. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We love to hear that. Um, I, I think just to jump into kind of the Tulsa-specific part of it, like, what were your earlier conceptions of it and and kind of 
you've been here for a little bit less than a year at this point. You know, what has your relationship been with the city and how has it changed? I definitely have experienced lots of growth personally. Like I said, I've never lived in a big city. So I was a little bit fearful just of like those, you know, cliche things like, oh, there's going to be lots of traffic and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And there is, but it really isn't as bad as I thought it would be. Um, the city itself and the things that it offers, I mean, there's just so much to do. There's something going on all the time. There's so many places to eat, which is so great. Um, And then with my professional life, um, I don't know. I feel like OSU Tulsa has just already opened so many doors for me, and I have so many opportunities that I can, you know, grab and go. Like, I I can just run with them. So um, it's, it's been really good for me personally and professionally. That's awesome. Yes. So... Everything she said (laughs) about the restaurants and the coffee shops and just um, there's just so much more choice here for me. So I love that. Uh, Traffic's not nearly as bad (laughs) as I thought it would be. What I love is working in the Greenwood District. Yeah. Oshu Tulsa is right down there. So I'm right downtown. And it's easy to even walk downtown to go to lunch or something like that. So it's just the all of the opportunities that are here with all of these really hardworking, open-minded, progressive Tulsans yeah. that want to make Tulsa better. That's so inspiring. Yeah. And it makes me want to be better. Mm-hmm. And it makes me want to make OSU, Tulsa's College of Professional Studies better. So yeah. there's just um, a lot of people to connect with that can help us both grow Mm -hmm. and i appreciate it yeah grow growing with us if you will (laughs) exactly (laughs) why didn't i think of that i i I mean what can i say it's uh (laughs) (laughs) no I, i love hearing that um i think it's i think something that this podcast just over time has kind of built this kind of internal story about is just everyone has such a different experience with tulsa because we kind of use this question as like a framing of like the the, how has the backdrop of Tulsa impacted the way you live professionally, personally, or, you know, created community? And I think that everyone has taken that, you know, opportunity differently. You know, something from their from their past or where, where the experiences they're drawing from kind of allow them or create an opportunity for them to explore the city in a different way than their previous experience or, you know, kind of translate what they had to Tulsa and it looked looking different because it's the Tulsa like flair on it, which is so mm-hmm. cool. Um, I think for you, Katie, I, I bet it, there's even an interesting element of like raising a child here. Like <laughs> I, I know that lots, we've had that sentiment talked about a lot on the podcast, but I know that that is a huge part of kind of like, you know, start either starting out in your career or just starting out in your, in your family life and, and those kind of things all happening in a new place is, I bet, pretty interesting. <laughs> it is interesting. And I'm excited for her. So I have a two and a half, almost two and a half year old. Um, and she is just everything to me. And, you know, it is, I, I was a little nervous. Like I said before, Tulsa is a bigger place that yeah. I've ever, you know, experienced. And yeah. so, but like I said, there's just so many things to do. And like for Halloween, we went to the aquarium yes. and, you know, and she, it, there's just things that she can learn from everywhere. And yeah. I love watching her learn and grow as a two-year-old. So um, I think we maybe talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. Tulsa is a bigger place, but there's so many things that give it that like small town feel. Yeah. Um, and so it's just, I think it, this is the place to be right now for sure. Like no matter who you are, no matter what industry or 
phase of life. Like you need to be on Tulsa. Yeah. Oh, we love that. And I and I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's jump into your, your work specifically. I'd love to kind of hear, you know, what the College of Professional Studies is and kind of how it has started. I know I know you already mentioned, Gina, like it being um, in the historic Greenwood is like a, a very important element of kind of the work that's being done there. But I'd love for you to kind of talk about the college and and, and your experience with that. Sure. So the state of Oklahoma and um, <clears throat> a bunch of people that run the state are really focused on workforce development yeah. and preparing young people for skills that are going to help them whether they go to college or not. Of course, we want everybody to go to college Education is important. It opens new doors. Absolutely. So the College of Professional Studies was started. Really, it just got off the ground in 2023. We're just brand new. Yeah. But there was a lot. It, it took a couple of years to plan and develop. And uh, we looked at different degrees. Not we, as in me, because I wasn't even here. But <laughs> uh, the predecessor, the president of OSU Tulsa a few years ago before she retired, Pam Fry started the College of Professional Studies. She at least created it. Yeah. And what they did is they worked with workforce development people at the state level and decided that we needed three degrees that really would help workforce development, what was hot in the workforce development, but more importantly, what we need, what uh, jobs really need more people. And yeah. so organizational leadership is one of our degrees. And it is for anybody that uh, is going to work later. Organizational leadership can be anything. Yeah. And you can start when you're 18 years old doing it, or you can start uh, you can start your degree when you've already been working for a while. Because as we know, a lot of people, in fact, 166 plus thousand people in the green country area mm -hmm. started a degree, but never finished the, never crossed the finish line. Wow. And, you know, life gets in the way. We've all been there. Yeah. And we were started for them, That's for awesome. workforce development, for them, because we believe just because you started and didn't finish anything, years ago doesn't mean you can't come back and finish it now. And organizational leadership is just a great way to, I don't care if you started with a forestry degree or a psychology degree yeah. or an art degree, no matter what your passion was back then, as we all know, mm -hmm. uh, your passions change. Yeah, absolutely. And once you're in the business side of things, leadership development, organizational leadership just really kind of gels with everything. Yeah. So. That's a first degree. It's a bachelor's degree. The thing that we do differently is our classes are all online. They're eight weeks long. And we tailored it toward working adult professionals who may have to go home after a job and they have to take care of family, of children, of dogs, of business. Yeah. And they can still log in later and be able to... Uh, finish their degree that way. If they really, really want to take a class in person, we make sure that happens as well. Mm -hmm. We also have public safety. We work with um, Tulsa 
Police Department, and I believe we're working with Broken Arrow prior. Um, Tulsa's police are the only ones in the state, as of right now that I know of, that are required to have a bachelor's degree. So coming to us to get a public safety degree is a great way to do it. And they mm-hmm. we work with them on internships where they go through the police academy and things like that. So it's very, very different. Yeah. And then we have healthcare administration. And as we all know, after we've all been through COVID Absolutely. and lived through it, and we know how important healthcare professionals are yeah. and how much they're needed. So uh, mm-hmm. that's a big thing as well. And those are all bachelor's degrees. But here's the thing that sells it. We have credit for prior learning. So... What you did before, we can transfer some of that over and try to get you finished in a timely manner. Yeah. And our our uh, advisors, academic advisors, are just wonderful about helping with that. So credit for prior learning is a big deal. So mm-hmm. our three degrees are workforce development degrees. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much. I, I think that was a, an amazing overview. And, and I think what I really want to highlight and about the work that you guys are doing is that there is an intense passion and and kind of direction around accessibility, yes. like with offering online classes, with offering eight week um, stints of these courses. I, I think that we we ended up talking a lot about this in our conversation last week, like about how the the reason that there's 177,000 folks that have started and not necessarily finished is because, like you said, life gets in the way and life can get in the way in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. I, I think that as we start to navigate this world and also like how the world has kind of un- unfolded in the last couple of decades or so, it's been really hard and unpredictable how how things are going to affect you or your own situation. And and I think folks in Oklahoma are, I think, s- still coming around to what that type of accessibility looks like, if that makes any sense. Like, oh, there's someone out there to help me do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Oklahomans and and, and I'll even say Tolson specifically are, are still opening their eyes to kind of like what's what's out there to put me in a different place than where I'm at. I've only known this. I've only had the opportunity to be exposed to this. And there's people like you guys and, and people like the, a lot of the amazing folks I've had on this podcast that are like standing up and saying, we want to be like, we want to help you into your next thing. And so I'm, I'm really excited to, to amplify this message because I know that it's something that is really important to me. Education matters. And, you know, across all three of your degree programs, I think that there's something for anyone that might be interested um, in, in all there of those is. things. There is. We can help you pivot and we can help you uh, achieve the dream that you wanted to when you started it and yeah. let us help you finish it. Absolutely. And and I think we'll we'll dive in a, specifically to like or, uh, organizational leadership, because I think that that's some I, I, I like the way you described it earlier, kind of about how it can be something you jump right into or it can be something that after a couple of years of working, you know, just kind of fits and gels with everything, because I, I think that that's right on. And we also kind of I'm going to uh, maybe jump into a little bit of a tangent, but I think that it's it's something that I've noticed in kind of the workplace um, as a young person and, and other folks in my uh, kind of same age range of like commented on as well. I think that our perspectives as early career folks are oftentimes like more valued than we think. And I, I think that that comes specifically from kind of this like business attitude that, you know, you're a young person with a new fresh idea and we we want you to have the opportunity to do that. 
I would say maybe the execution of that could could potentially dissuade some people or they don't see that leadership within themselves because they haven't had the skills to build yet. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that might be a great kind of jumping in point um, for you, Katie, to kind of talk about like what organizational leadership is and kind of how necessary it is for early career development. Yeah, I organizational leadership, it's something that I've grown to like in this position. I've learned that it is really crucial. I mean, those early career development skills and those soft skills is something that I feel like maybe not has necessarily been put on the back burner, but because of recent events with the pandemic and stuff, it's things that people don't realize like they're so important. And yeah. so um, I think with younger generations, organizational leadership could be really great for them if they, especially if they started something and maybe COVID got in the way or, you know, just other parts, you know, other things in life that, you know, I have a bachelor's degree. I want a master's degree and I haven't started it yet because life gets in the way, Absolutely, you know? Yeah. And so it just happens with everybody. Um, and so I think this degree, especially, you know, especially if they want to move up to um, sometimes, you know, they're in a position. I know that Gina, when I was hired, she gave me the example of, you know, a lineman could have been like, they they're out there in the field like they do stuff all the time and maybe there's someone who wants to move up and be a manager but they don't have those credentials this is where organizational leadership Mm -hmm. comes into play and it just you know we can use what they already know and the education that they've already received doing doing what they've done for years and turn that into credits for their degree and so um do you want to speak on like early career development um some of the things that you've done gina just did a really great um class or a course on active listening. And it's it's things like that that people don't realize are so important and can make the difference in how you move up in a company. Absolutely. It is. Being promotable is uh, really important, and I hope it's yeah. important to everybody your age as well, both of your ages, yeah. because, um, you know, there are some skills that college cannot teach, and those are soft skills that, as I I talk to a lot of businesses and I talk to a lot of their HR people, see what they need, their people to be trained in. And everybody says, well, we need soft skills. We need, so I just did an active listening course and how to have influence skills Mm -hmm. as as an early career professional from one to five years. So now we're offering that online. I did it for the Williams Company, and now we're turning that into an online class that people can, anybody can access through our website. It'll be there sometime in December. Hopefully. We're working on it. I've been there, I know. It'll be there. (laughs) It will be there at some point. (laughs) So there's just so many skills that... um, you need when you when you first start a career that you don't necessarily have writing skills mm-hmm. um a lot of the engineering firms or people who hire engineers want us to teach um engineering communication and teach engineers who are so very very smart yeah but maybe didn't get the communication skills or know how to put a proposal together or you know some people don't even know how to write a professional email yeah and so there's just all kinds of things like that skills mm-hmm. that you need something we've heard about a lot is having tough conversations with people because if someone wants to move up to a manager position or yeah. some type of leader they might not have those skills to have a difficult conversation, you yeah. know, with yes. with uh, one of their employees. Yes. So, 
And that's one of the management mm -hmm. uh, classes that we are going to have because we're working with manufacturers and businesses right now. And that is one of the manufacturing yeah. things, mm -hmm. having the tough conversations. But just um, teaching managers how to be a manager, you have to start somewhere. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then you have to have the management skills. So it's just really what we do mm -hmm. is we listen to the businesses we ask them what they need, and then we create what they need. And yeah. I find the perfect person to teach what they need, and we deliver it how they need. Absolutely. So it's all of those things. Sometimes they only need a lunch and learn or only want. Sometimes it's only online. Sometimes it's, no, we want you at our place. Yeah. So it's um, all these soft skills can be taught so many different ways, but it's Mm -hmm. Katie's job and my job to figure out how to deliver those. And that's what we're doing. I think you're doing amazing. I, I love that. I, I think let's talk a little bit deeper on soft skills because I think it's it's something that has like an understanding in the business world. But I don't think I ever heard of a soft skill until I was like right, me either. looking for a job or whatever. Or someone said that you might need to highlight your softer skills versus your like harder technical skills. And, you know, I think... Even just like the framing of like hard and soft like might be confusing, but mm -hmm. I for for me my my definition of it that matters to me and I kind of carry forward with me is 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 it's kind of the skills that allow you to do the work with other people, um, it, regardless of like yeah I, I doing the work with other people, talking to people like you said, writing those emails, having tough conversations, interpersonal skills that you know you really only get from. How do I own my own work and own the delivery of that mm -hmm. work or that product or that in my services or whatever to someone else so that they understand it, they can take it and do something with it? It kind of is like that's really how fundamental it feels like they it soft skills are to the workplace because it's how it's how we communicate in a workplace environment. And you describe that perfectly. It's interpersonal skills yeah. and it. It's uh, skills that they have to be practiced. You yeah. know, we can teach like she can teach about active listening. But if someone wants to, you know, they're going to have to practice active listening if they want to grow in that area. Watch this podcast. This is teaching <laughs> active listening. We're it all is. doing it right now. And I'm going to give everybody an example. And I think that uh, when I was teaching this class, I was teaching it online. So and as a professor, I had to go through COVID and I, you know learn to teach online. Absolutely. So how many people that are listening right now, <clears throat> when you have business meetings, and they're either on Zoom or Teams or something like that, and you click on your button, and then you might wave hi to everybody, and then you click off that video, right? Mm -hmm. So as the person delivering, I don't know if you're really listening to me. You're certainly not active listening to me, because active listening is looking at body language, yeah. and it's it's listening to everything in a different way, tone of voice and the body language and the delivery of the message. So that's one thing that I told that in this active listening class, I tell them, keep your video on, yeah. keep your distractions minimal, and make sure you can paraphrase at the end of that meeting, yeah, exactly what they said to you because that's promotable. Those are the skills that bosses notice. Yeah, how can a boss notice you if they can't see you can't on even video? See your face. Yeah, absolutely. So just pay attention. You know, those, yeah. you know, show up. Ninety percent is show up, right? Absolutely. 
And I, I think that that's a good reminder for people because I don't know. I feel like maybe I don't want to say younger generations because I feel like every generation has had you know a problem with active listening in one way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, and it's things that shouldn't be taught. But it's just a good reminder for them, and yeah. it's just that professional development, right. you know. And and I've been guilty of turning off my video. I, I think everyone has. Everyone well. has. Yeah. Everyone has. But I want people to think who want to be promoted about the impression that you're giving yeah. because that's a soft skill. And the places that you show up in that way, I think, are different. But, you know, a, an, an informational session where you might – there's 150 people in the room, and that person's going to deliver a – presentation whether you're there or not you know maybe it's okay to have the video off because it might not necessarily be an opportunity where you're you're looked at for that in that way but in that you know 20 person all staff meeting where you're everyone else is on camera and you know you're not have you're not on camera because you're never on camera and that becomes something you do every single time you're on those 20 person meetings that is how that shows up and i i think specifically the point that i would kind of give a little bit of grace to to those folks out there is we have, we're all navigating what the transition to online was looking like. And so I think we've, I think that where we have come through that whole journey, which was, you know, everyone was used to in person. That was the only way we were inter- interacting for the right. most part in, in educational settings or in yeah. full on like virtual and remote work that change there were so it was a it was a wild wasteland on the World Wide Web. Right. <laughs> I, I like that, like www. Literally, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It, but it really was because I remember um, my first semester. The only term I had um, online was like my last term, and there were I mean we were seeing kids at their homes in their parents' houses on Zoom and barely woken up and and I'm guilty of it as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was acceptable yeah. because we didn't know right. We didn't know what we we didn't know how to raise the standard and there wasn't a standard. Mm-hmm. We were giving everyone grace through what was going on at the time. I think where we're at now and and a lot of what you're responding to um the employers coming to you and asking you about is we're seeing that these habits haven't necessarily been broken from those like earlier on days of not knowing necessarily. I don't want to say not knowing how to conduct yourself, but not knowing the best way to show up to work or what employers expect from the people they hire to show how they show up to work. And so I think I think that's that, kind of where you're meeting them. That's exactly it. It's about thinking about what your employer wants, because if you are in this to win this and to get the promotion and to be a leader someday, you have to perform in a certain way. And that's just, it's just about respect. You know, when you're turning on the video camera, I think now it is. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I saw students in pajamas and (laughs) things I really shouldn't have seen. (laughs) But but, uh, we know better now. We know that we shouldn't have our cat walking across (laughs) and our dog barking and all of that. There's just things we can do. You're on mute. I I have to, you're on mute. (laughs) The Beyonce looks around everybody on mute. (laughs) You know, it's just, uh, and that's a practiced skill. You have to really think about it. It's, um, planning before you Mm -hmm. do stuff like that and it's hard online to do that but also active listening can be practiced when you're in an in-person meeting absolutely we've all been in a meeting where someone in the back is typing on their computer they're not active listening they're worried about something else and so um yeah i I, it definitely goes for remote work or in-person work the degrees of that have changed so Mm -hmm. much you know someone 
in the back of the class online shopping versus like the student yeah. in, the fr- in the front row raising their hand. Yeah. Like those are two. That's a very active listening example. I think we all know. And then yeah. now with COVID, it's like literally the person mute, no video, <laughs> barely on the call. <laughs> but like, are they really there? <laughs> they're on there for the credit and that's yeah. it, you know? So, yeah. um, you know, it's things like that. It's learning how to treat your coworkers. That's Absolutely. another soft skill that, um, in a time, you know, right after COVID and when you're just learning, if you're just in college or high school then and you're not mm-hmm. really learning the importance of building other people up. And I think that's an important skill, especially we all work on teams. Yeah. And being able to, uh, one of the things that I like to say is to build other people up more than you build yourself up. Yeah. And if you can not build yourself up at all and you just build up other people, that is probably seen by your managers and by your bosses as a better skill than uh, almost anything. It's a a critical thinking skill and it's it's a grace thing and it's building other people up. So yeah. It's all of those things. Yeah, I think the I think the heart that it gets to for me is like, is there something that you do as consistent as work that you can take pride in and teaching people how to do that or teaching people the skills that might help them find that for themselves faster or even um, differently than they might have seen themselves in originally? I, I think that that's the transfer, transformative process of like, education and also like the opportunity to grow and the opportunities to fail but then get right back up and try mm-hmm. again I, I i think that that's that's the environment that i like about education and i think you're in such an interesting place um kind of with talking with companies too i think in the workplace we don't necessarily think about them as places to fail or places where people want to fail and i think that i think that emboldening yourself with skills and and building up those Things that you know you will always have is really going to just carry that confidence forward, and and so I, I'm really I love the work that you guys do, and I, and I'd love to, for you to kind of share ways that people can get involved. What yeah. what are some things? Uh, what are some programming things that you all do? How can people learn about you guys more? Yeah, so with the College of Professional Studies, we have our degrees, but we're also offering workshops. Um, We already have had uh, a workshop uh, previously covering AI in the workplace, which is really interesting because it's something that not everybody sees as um, essential or, you know, they don't want to learn about it because it is kind of a scary topic. It's this big thing. We don't know. Yeah. But there's so many things that can be so helpful to the workplace. It's not going to take your job. Uh, But people who know how to use artificial intelligence could definitely get the job before you, you know. And so knowing how to use it, um, our instructor for that is very knowledgeable and she knows all the resources for AI. I mean, it is really cool. It's a really cool topic. And so we've had a workshop about that that, you know, anybody can join, um, you know, anybody can sign up for. We definitely target with our marketing. We target, um, you know, HR professionals because, you know, those those uh, what's the word I'm looking for? like leadership and talent managers at companies mm-hmm. or whatever, they're going to be the ones to get the word out to the employees. But we definitely target leaders and companies, executives, yeah. or just anyone interested in the topic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For artificial intelligence, anyone that needs a personal assistant. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Absolutely. And who doesn't need that? Right. So, yeah. And that's one of the things that she teaches and we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll have other workshops like that yeah. coming up in spring 2024. 
Um, we definitely have workshops uh, more so for HR professionals, tips to increase applicant pools, because it's hard to hard these days to find somebody, you know, those talented people that you need for your company and yeah. how to market those positions where they know about them. Um, so we have someone who specializes in that who's coming in. Um, there will be one in December, and it's one of our more popular ones, coaching and motivating employees. So this oh, is definitely awesome. going to be for managers and leaders and companies who just may need a little guidance on, you know, how to get that culture where they want it to be in their workplace and getting people, you know, all on the same page with Absolutely. those soft skills and, you know, getting to be the, not a boss, but a leader in their company. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I like the word boss because this instructor, he definitely has the viewpoint of not bossing people around, but leading them. Like, Absolutely. you know, so it's, uh, I think that one will be really great. And that'll be December 1st. And like I said, anyone can sign up for it. So, and we also offer, um, we try to make it, you know, uh, where we, where we have group discounts and stuff. So if companies want to send multiple people, they'll get a discount on that. And so, um, Perfect. just meeting companies where they are meeting businesses, where they are people, where they are. Um, and all these topics that we've come up with are topics that we've learned from these professionals, things that they've that they need and they Absolutely, want, you know, yeah. we're not just thinking of them off the top of our head. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this, this might be a good one. Um, these are things that we've been told like, Hey, we need this or, Hey, this is an issue. So. Yeah. I, what I love about that specifically, and this is actually something that's come up on um, another episode that I, I'm actually really passionate about. I, I find it really interesting and, and cool for there to be people doing work out there that acknowledge that businesses and the people that work at businesses are not perfect. I think for a long time, there has been this kind of dynamic. And this is maybe a lot of my personal opinions <laughs> coming out. And I, I'm just curious if you we agree. We love opinions. <laughs> <laughs> but specifically, I guess what I mean is like, like I said, like people and the businesses that work work at them are not perfect and they all have room to grow. Mm -hmm. And so how can you acknowledge kind of this business perspective? Now, now I'm in the fold. I'm in the business world and I understand this or I have this position, which means I'm supposed to understand this. I still think there's room to grow in all of those positions. No, no job that I've ever been in. And I understand I've only been in a few of them. Well, more, about more than 10 <laughs> uh, at this point. But, you know, I've always had something I've been aspiring towards. Mm -hmm. I've always had, you know, more responsibility or more leadership or helping other people do their job better. And I think that the corporate world kind of gets maybe painted out or at least my my view of it sometimes is that. Once you reach a certain position, you just have to do that job and that's mm -hmm. it. And you can do that job for however long you want. And I think that that's, I don't know how the workplace has changed, but that's just not how I see the workplace. And I really do find it cool that there are organizations out there like yourselves that are kind of challenging businesses to be better for their people. Right. And I, and I, I wholeheartedly believe that that is, I think, the future of work, companies investing in their people and and companies taking that initiative to know I'm seeing this skill deficiency in my workforce or at least even in the, even in the application to people that want to work here they they have this they might have some of the hard skills to work here but not necessarily the soft the soft skills how can I meet them where they're at I know that, that that's the the word of the day or <laughs> yeah. the phrase of the day but it, it's so important because for so long we weren't being met where we were at right yeah and we both believe in lifelong learning. Absolutely. Like no matter. She just took my word. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know I saw you already. We've yeah. talked about that so much though and just how important that is to be a lifelong learner no matter if you're at the bottom or at the very, very top. Yeah. I mean, you should always be working to be better and just 
checking in occasionally with yourself and attending these workshops that we have that, you know, and just staying up to date with relevant information, especially in the times that we live in. I feel like things are changing all the time and there's new ideas and new things like AI and things like that. And, you know, how to address these things in companies and with uh, with new generations coming up in these companies, you know, Mm -hmm. so it is just so important. And leaders of all ages, especially leaders my age compared to leaders your age, Leadership is about setting the example yeah. and showing how other people how to do their job better. It's you know it's about achieve, achieving company goals, of course, mm-hmm. but showing other people how to be able to do that. So that's where lifelong mm-hmm. learning. It's just everything changes, and we can no longer just think, "I have this degree, I have the yeah. this job, and so I don't have to change." And I think a lot of us have probably encountered people like that at whatever job that we've been at and it's not a fun thing it's fun to grow together so absolutely workforce development (laughs) i love that and i think i think you're spot on i i I think that um you know you guys did validate my personal opinion (laughs) which i appreciate but um kind of wrapping this discussion up it's been so great katie and gina thank you so much for being here um i really want to just you know provide the floor back to you guys with anything that's coming up that you want to highlight. I know you mentioned some workshops are coming up in 2024 is going to be a great year for you guys. Um, What are, how can anyone listening to this uh, find you guys or get connected? Yeah. The easiest way to find information about the college of professional studies is going to professionalstudies.okstate.edu. On our website, we'll have just what professional studies is, but we also have a couple buttons for upcoming workshops that, We'll continually update, especially with spring 2024. We, we're already planning, baby. We're like <laughs> We have all the topics. Um, our degrees, for sure. Um, we also um, have on there just, I don't know, just who we are. We are so new that we want people to know what we do and that we're here for Tulsans. We, yeah. I mean, we both talked about earlier how much we love Tulsa, and we do see the we do see the growth in this area and the potential. And so we definitely just want to partner with as many businesses and companies that we can um, and just grow that relationship with them. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I will just add to what Katie said that uh, when you're interested in doing something with us, contact Katie or myself. We're yeah. here to help everybody. Yeah. And we're just here to help you navigate and help you don't have to have everything figured out. Let us help you figure it yeah. out. Education is important and uh, we really appreciate what you you are doing as well. Mm-hmm. So important. And the more voices we have out there for education yeah. and how people can access it, the better. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I can attest you you both are a dynamic duo of <laughs> accessibility and talking about you know things that matter and and helping people connect to resources so absolutely want to commend you both for the work that you're doing and 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 want to continue supporting that so thank you both for being here i really really appreciate it thanks for having us thank you so much thank you for listening to this episode of grow with us grow with us is supported by intulsa initiatives if you're interested in learning more about Intulsa services for job placement and workforce development, please visit talent.intulsa.com. From there, you can join our talent network where you will get access to our newsletter and our talent team will make sure you put the right opportunities on your radar. We put the choice to pursue a new career and opportunities in your hands. 
Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to be notified when more episodes of Grow With Us are released. Let us know what you think about how we're doing by rating and reviewing. It really helps. Grow With Us is edited and engineered by Rant9 Productions and Jesse Ulrich. This has been Grow With Us.